Hi, people. Feeling all the 90s. Had your swell. Today's topic we're going to talk about depression and anxiety. Sad boy hours. It's a tough one, man. It's a very tough one. Neuroticism is what it's called. Like, if you're a neurotic person, you overthink, you worry, you stress, you get depressed, you create pits, and then you jump into them yourself, you get anxious unnecessarily, you have panic attacks. All of this is under the category of neuroticism. You're a neurotic! Yay! Like, um... It's quite sad shit. Because the names of these words like depression... Oh, depression has has pretty fucked up imagery attached to it, so I might be wrong about that. But it, it the names themselves... You know, language is... Language are only words that we attach to emotions that we have. Everything... All of the language that we've constructed stem from purely from emotion. As animalistic, foundational creatures with our natural elements of emotions, of raw monkey emotion, it, all our language stem from that. So these universal feelings... Felt by a lot of people. These universally sad feelings, paranoid feelings, very widespread. It's very sad. It's sad that they're widespread. <laughs> Everything about it. Something that word depression. It makes me think of like, oh, just someone sitting in bed, just melting away, just oozing into the fucking, just made of lead. Like you can't move. I've always been more of the anxious type. My sister and my family, like me and dad, I think are more more anxious. My sister and my mum are definitely more depressed. Right. Like my big thing is um, going out in public, especially high. Like I skits out, my eyes will, will die. It's it, the word for it is pinging. I don't know if you guys have heard that word. Like when you're fucked up, oh my god, I'm pinging, bro. But it's actually the word pinging means to say you're in a group and you tell a joke, and you you bounce from each person. That's called pinging. Because you're pinging from each person, like looking everyone in the eyes, like how did how did that, like um like sit within this social group? How did it go? It's using pinging to each person, right? So when you're fucked up and you're pinging, it's not like oh I'm pinging, bro. It's like dude, I'm fucking pinging, man. Like you're really worried, you're stressed out. You're like fuck a weird shit. And I think when you abuse drugs, you kind of enter a state. Where you're sort of like, especially the weed, like daily pot smokers, and if unless you do not have hereditary traits attached to neurotic illnesses, you you do become a bit skitzed out, a bit paranoid, a bit iffy, a bit like something's kind of just, just just tweaked a little bit. Daily pot smoking does that to you. I hate to be that guy. I'm talking from experience. I'm talking from people I know. I'm talking from family members. It it, it sends you down a bit of a fucking loophole, guys. A little bit of a loophole. And, um, yeah, my thing is, like, eye contact. Like, eye contact's a funky thing with me. I've been training to, to, to look into eyes, but, like, I look into eyes okay. It's just while you the thought process, while you're staring at someone, or looking at someone, like, do you smile? Usually I look, 
and they will either dart away, and this was my ego getting in the way, probably when I was like 17, because I'm like dark, and I have my fucking little bit of stubble, so I kind of just look, there aren't that many dark people in this, in this town I live in, or like, um, I don't know if it's that, that might be just me being a fucking dickhead, I don't know, but like, you look at people, and I have a resting bitch face too, I look a bit mad, so it's like, I look at people, and they'll just look away, I'll think, oh, bitch. But then I think, oh, you should call her a bitch. Oh, and then the whole ego thing gets in the way. It's, it's very strange. But other times, then I'll just look. And then it got to a point where people were just looking back. Just we're playing the same game. And set. And they look away. Now it gets to a point where you look, they look, you smile, they smile, and then you nod, and then it's fine. <laughs> it's all good. And it's like, um, that's okay. Like, I've trained myself to be okay with the, with the eyes. But say if I'm, I'm with my girlfriend or something, or I'm with, with someone I know, and you're toying with them, poking with them, whatever, and then you, you look somewhere, and then someone's looking at you, like proper looking at you, right? You look at them, and then they either just keep looking or they look away, say whatever happens. You look back. I need to train myself to keep the attention with the person that I'm with, to maintain it, right? To maintain that 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 invisible line between our hearts that that we're the ones having the experience because otherwise you you get information kind of just flows back to the person that that's looking at you it's kind of a natural human instinct right what ocd is and things like paranoia fly headfirst into those scenarios and take you over completely you can't you can't think about what you're doing anymore you're thinking about that right Paranoia goes into the delusional side of it. What is he thinking? What is he doing? Is he planning something? And you're talking in your head. The chatter just goes. You know, us, like, um, fast thinkers. Like, you, you anxious people, or you overthinking people, like, or you intelligent people. You, your brain works. You'd think that the fact that your brain works fast would put you in a, in a category of, oh, my brain works fast. It's cool. That's good. Like, it, it analyzes things quicker, but it can go the other way. There's dualism to everything, dude. Your brain can work fast against you just as much as it can for you. So you anxious people, when your brain's just... Breathe. Be aware of it. The more you train it, the more you breathe, the more you meditate, the more you're one with yourself, you can move that thinking energy into areas of your desire, of your chosen desire. You can pull it away from scenarios. You can put it into something. And you can toy with your energy. I had this thought. I was kind of tripping out with this thought. I was probably pretty high. I was probably tripping. I don't know. Time's a fucking abstract concept anyways. But there was some point I was thinking about the concept. Keep your eye on the ball. Keep your eye on the ball. It's a weird thing. We are built on a hunting platform, right? Us as animals. Ancestors were hunters. We aimed, we shot, right? We aimed, we ran. We were aiming hunting creatures built on this platform, right? So to keep your eye on the ball, we have very, very specific points of focus that our eyes go to, right? You may not notice it. It's probably more in the subconscious mind than it is in the conscious mind, but we do have a very focal point within our vision, right? That's where all of our energy seemingly is condensed, Okay, because when you look at someone, everything's on them. When you look at yourself in the mirror, everything's on you. I'm looking at my dog, everything's on my dog, right? When I'm looking at the camera, looking at myself speak, everything's on me speaking. That's where the ball is. That's where my attention is. 
So you think of this ball like your energy. This ball transcends this ball. Let's keep this ball rolling, keep it going. This ball transcends also this three-dimensional plane that we exist in, this earth, this globe. It transcends us looking out of our eyes to see things. Because it can go back into our heads and we can have visions. We can overthink. We can dream. We can do all of these things that transcend this 3D reality. Our ball comes with us. Our attention comes with us. So when we're overthinking, overanalyzing, overstressing, reliving scenarios in our head, our ball is wrapped up within these scenarios. And the more your ball's wrapped in something, the more you think about it, the more you think about it, the more the boom, it's blown up. Something that you tried so desperately not to blow up has blown up. It's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. So that's the anxiety, social anxiety element of it, I think. That's how I rip apart the concept of social anxiety, okay? Depression's a funky one. I should probably get my sister in here. Ne- next next episode, I'll get my sister and we'll talk more about depression and mental health and whatnot. Um, but mental health is a topic I'm going to start talking about a lot more frequently because I have a friend who's, who's schizophrenic, who's a paranoid schizophrenic with ADHD. He's a fucking good guy. His name's Adam. <laughs> He's a good bloke. He'll be on here soon. He's 40 years old. But we fucking click like that. Something about, I think, something about a permanent altered state of consciousness just intrigues me. It just hooks me. So it's incredibly interesting. And I think my transcendent experiences somehow align with his, his whatever he's going through. I, I really don't know. I can't say that. Well, I can't say that, actually. I don't know if that's true. But we, we're both quite wise. I don't know, I guess. I like, I have a lot of friends who are a lot older than me, but, um, depression's more of a funky one. I have been depressed before, probably. I'm a lot more anxious than I am depressed. I understand the whole concept of wanting to stay in bed and not wanting to fucking sit there. There's nothing I want to do today. There's nothing I want to do today. That whole, like... You can't play the game like everyone else is playing. You just can't. Because you're, you're stuck in the past about something. You're depressed about the past or anxious about the future. And it all... Anxiety and depression and all of these things are all... It's just all a spectrum. It's a spectrum of neuroticism, like we were saying. It's, it's the neurotic spectrum that, that these people are stuck in. I'm, in, I'm stuck in... You're probably stuck in, in a way. The blanket during depression is just so comfy and heavy. Just don't want to take it off, man. It's like your best friend and your worst enemy at the same time. You know what I mean? It's really bad. Don't get a weighted blanket. You'll just sleep all fucking day, dude. My girlfriend got a weighted blanket. It's the most fucked up thing. But yeah, head cases, am I right? <laughs> I don't know. But if you're... Like, the first thing they say to help someone battling things like depression, anxiety, and stuff is to wake up at the same time every day, eat a big breakfast, and exercise. Those three things are the most important things to do. Before medication, before any of that, they try to get you to do those three things. So... Try and hammer down one of those things this week or this month. 
and then you know get 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 them sorted. I'm in the process of getting them sorted. I ain't fucking perfect, bro. I ain't fucking perfect. I've got this information in my head that sometimes sounds fucking cool, and I just go, "Bear." <laughs> no, I'm not fucking sorted yet, bro. There's a lot of work to do, you know. There's a lot of work to do, and also, if it's getting bad, if it gets really bad, there is medication for it, anti-anxiolytics antipsychotic medication and whatnot there's there's a whole realm of things because you you could be suffering from some form of clinical depression that that's actually like um things like bipolar disorder or things like um manic depression you know those those big forces dude and you do need to be medicated for those things and you do need someone to talk to right i have good friends i have good family i have a good camera i have a good bunch of you guys (laughs) that i can illustrate all of these ideas and concepts in because if I didn't have a way to get all of this information out I don't know what I'd be bro I don't know what I'd be I'd probably be I'd probably be a, a be talking to a doctor about about psychosis and things because you know when you're when you're here talking about like the fabric of reality unraveling and you can understand the cosmos where everything makes sense where every tweak every movement every every eye movement all falls into place so perfectly to form my existence. If you talk like that, and you don't understand what you're talking about in a way, and you can't make it make sense to other people when you don't have this language to formulate all of this, you go a bit nuts. You know what I mean? So get it out of you guys. Use words to like... Solidify your existence, you know? Yeah. I love you. Peace out. Hope you're all doing well.